Shalom to all. Today's office is Chagigadav Tazayin. We are starting the ninth line, the third word on the line. And today's office is sponsored by Lili Nishmas. Maris Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rebechmiel Mardachai, Ben Rebchaim, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara says, Tarn upon we have a Brisa. She should have never beshed him. There are six things that are said about shade him and bad demons. There are three things that they're like Malachim and three things are like people. The three things are compared to angels. As Yeshlam can find Kamalachashars, they have wings like Malachim do. They're able to fly from one end of the world to the other like Malachim. And they know what's going to be like Malachim do. How is it they know what's going to be? No one knows what's going to be. Only Hashem does. We say, They hear what happens like the Malachim do. What's the three things that are compared to people? They eat and drink like people. They're fruitful and multiply like people. And they die like people die. And she said, There's six things are said about people. Three things are compared to Malachim. Three things are compared to animals. What are the three things? People are compared to angels in Yeshlahem Das Kamalachashars, they have das like Malachim have. Umahalchim becomes a kufa Kamalachashars and they walk upright like Malachim do. Umasapram Lashanakash Kamalachashars and they speak in Lashanakash like Malachim do. Shlashikabahema, three things are compared to animals. Is Eichel Mishakabahema, they eat and drink like animals. Uparam Ravim Kibahema, and they're fruitful and multiply like animals. And Matin Ray Kibahema, they excrete like animals do. And we had said in the Mishnah called Mistakal Badalvaram Rasulai Shlebal Ilam, anyone that analyzes these four things, it's better that he wouldn't have come to this world. And we had said, what are those four things? What's above, what's below, what's in front, and what's behind? So the Gemara asks, Bishlam, we understand mala 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 mata mala achar, that which is above, that which is below, that which is in front, meaning what's beyond this world and what's going to be at the end of the world. Lachaye, that makes sense. Don't analyze that. El madahava What's wrong with analyzing what was before the world? Whatever it was, was. So what's the big deal? So Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, Dami Chavai, both of them say, Mashal Melch Basar It's a mashal to a king of flesh and blood. Sharmal Avadav. He told his servants, Benu li paltering gedolin al ashba. Build me a great palace on a garbage dump. Halchu banu They built him that great palace. The king doesn't want you to mention that garbage dump that it was built on. So too, when one starts asking questions about what was before the world, he's going to get all confused and arrive at false conclusions, the metaphor of those false conclusions being a garbage dump. And we say in the Mishnah, Anyone that doesn't care about the covenant of Hashem, it's better that he wouldn't have come to this world. Now we ask, Mahi, what does that mean, not caring about the covenant of Hashem? So Rav Abba Amr, he says, this is someone that gazes, that stares at a rainbow. Rav Yosef Amr, he says, this is referring to a person that does an Avera in private. How do we know it's not okay to stare at a rainbow. The Chesav of the Pasuk says, Like the appearance of a rainbow that would be in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of brilliance around, that was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of Hashem. So if a person stares at a rainbow, it's as if he's staring at the glory of Hashem, and that's improper. Rav Yitzchak, he says, this is referring to a person doing an Avera in private. Because Rav Yitzchak, just like what Rav Yitzchak says, Rav Yitzchak, he says, anyone that does an Avera in private, it's as if he's pushing away the legs of the Shechina, as if he's saying the Shechina is not here. Remember, the Pasuk says, Hashem, this is what Hashem says, Hashemayim kesi, the Shemayim is my chair, ragloi, and the world is my footstool. So if a person does an Aveira in private, it's as if he's saying Hashem's not here. Ask the Gemara, is that really so that a person shouldn't be doing an Aveira in private? Vamarav Ilah Hazakin, Rav Ilah the Elder says, Im Roya Adam Shietzer Mizgaber Olive, if a person sees that his Yetzahar is overcoming him, Yechomakam Shein Makir, and I say, he should go to a place where people don't recognize him, Vilbashchir, he should dress in black, and he should wrap himself in black, Vyasmash Libe Chafetz, and he should do whatever his heart desires, Vayichal Shem Shemayim Fahesu, he just shouldn't make a public Chil Hashem. So we see that a person should do an Aveira in private. So we say, like Hashem, there's no problem. One is talking about where he's able to overcome his Yetzirah and he doesn't overcome it and he doesn't have air in private. That's bad. But if a person's not able to overcome his Yetzirah, so it's better that he doesn't have air in private as opposed to in public and making a big chil Hashem. And Darsh Rabbi Huda Rabbi Nachmani, Rabbi Huda Rabbi Nachmani Darshan, then who was this person? He was a spokesperson of Rish Lakish. What did he Darshan? Anyone that looks at these three things, ain't of chaos, his eyes are going to be dimmed. When they're doing Berchus Kaihanim. 
Kesha says, how do we know not to stare at a rainbow? The Chsiv, the Pasuk says, like the appearance of a rainbow that's in the cloud on a rainy day, that is the appearance of likeness of the covenant of Hashem. But Nasi, how do we know not to stare at a Nasi? The Chsiv, because the Pasuk says, you shall place some of your hide on him, this Maisha Rabbeinu giving some of his hide to Yeshua. So we see that a Nasi has a Shechina on him. Do not stare at a Nasi. And what does that mean not to stare? Staring at Kohanim at the time that we have the base of Mikdash, they're standing on their Dukhan, and they're blessing Klaisor with the Shem Alman Farish, and the Shechina is on their fingers, so no staring at the Kohanim because a person is staring at the Shechina. And another Joshua from this Rabbi Yehuda, the spokesperson of Rish Lakish, Darsh Rabbi Yehuda, Barab Nachmani, Maturgamani, the Rish Lakish, Maidach said, What's Pshat in the Pasak? Altaminu Berea, do not trust a friend, Altiftachuba Aluf, do not rely on an official. What does that mean? Imyam El Chayetzahar Chatai, if the Yetzahar tells you, you should do a sin, Makash Baruchu Michael, and Hashem's going to forgive you, Altamin, don't believe him, Shemar, the Pasak says, Altamin Berea, don't trust a friend, Vain Rea El Yetzahar, Rea over here is referring to Yetzahar, Shemar, the Pasak says, Kietzahar Leif Adam Ra Min Urav, the Yetzahar of a person is bad, Ra, Rea is the same word, so we see that Rea is referring to the Yetzahar, and Vain Aluf El Baruchu, Aluf is referring to Hashem, Shemar, the Pasak says, Aluf Nurai Ata, you are the Aluf from my youth, so don't rely on Aluf, don't rely on Hashem to forgive you for your Avera. And Shem Atomer, perhaps a person is going to say, Me may it be, who's going to testify against me that I did this Avera? Avne Besa, Vikar's Besa, Shal Adam Heme Eden by the stones and beams of a person's house, they're going to testify against him. Shemar, the Pasak says, Ki Evan Mikir Tizak, a stone is going to cry from the wall, Vachafetz Meitzianena, and a chip is going to speak up from a beam. And Mechamar, and Mechamar say, Nishmasa Shal Adam Eden by the Nisham of a person is going to testify against him. Shemar, the Pasak says, Mishacheves, Chei Kecha, Shmar Pischei Picha, guard that which comes out of your mouth from the one in your Chek in your bosom. And Ezuhi Darusha Shacheves with Chekish Adam, what is something that's in the Chek of a person? Hava Emerzu Nishama, that's his Nishama. The two malachim that accompany a person, they're going to give testimony against him. Because the Pasuk says, For he's going to instruct his malachim regarding you to observe you in all your ways so they know your ways and they're going to be able to testify against you. The person's limbs are going to testify against him. The Pasuk says, And you are my Edom, says Hashem. And now with this mission, we go back to something we started discussing in the first parak. So we know that the vast majority of carbon is brought by Yachid needs smicha. The owner of the carbon leans his weight upon the animal. And in the first parak, we had a machlaikis, if smicha is done on yantif to such a carbon. And here we have a big machlaikis. The Mishnah tells us, Yosef ben Yezer, Aymer, Shaloi, Lismaich, no doing smicha on a private carbon on yantif. Yosef ben Yechon, Aymer, he says, Lismaich, we should do smicha. Yeshua ben Prachi, Aymer, he says, Shaloi, Lismaich, no smicha. Nitar Beli, Aymer, Lismaich, yes, smicha. Yudah ben Tabai, Aymer, Shaloi, Lismaich. And Shem ben Shatach, Aymer, Lismaich, yes, smicha. Shmaya, Aymer, Lismaich. Avtayin, Aymer, Shaloi, Lismaich. Hillel Menachem, Loi Nechelku. Hillel Menachem did not argue about this, but Yotza Menachem, once Menachem left, Nechnas Shamai, Shamai came in, Shamai, Aymer, Shamai says, Shaloi Lismaich, no smicha, Hill Aymer Lismaich, that we do smicha. And Tess, I know, based on top, the Mishnah tells us, Harishonim Hayunusim, Ushnim Lehem Avbezdin. The first of every pair that we just mentioned was the Nasi, and the second of that pair was the Avbezdin. Now the Gemara begins discussing who actually was the Nasi and who was the Avbezdin. Tanarbana, we have a Braisa, Shlashim Mizugas Harishonim, Shamu Shaloi Lismaich, three of the first pairs that said, do not do smicha, namely Yosef ben Yezer, Yeshua ben Parachia, and Yehuda ben Tabai, and Ushnim Mizugas Harishonim, Shamu Lismaich, and the two of the later pairs that said to do smicha, namely Shmai and Hillel, Hayunusim, they were the Nasim. Ushniyam Lahem and the second ones mentioned in all those pairs, namely Yosef ben Yechanan, Nita Arbeli, Shem ben Shetach, Avtalyan and Shamai, Aves Bezin, they were the Avbezins. Devar Amer, that's Amer's opinion. Rachamar and Rachamar say Yudam and Tabai Avbezin, Shem ben Shetach Nasi. Yudam and Tabai actually was the Avbezin, and Shem ben Shetach was the Nasi, not the other way around. And now we're going to bring a Brisa and apply one of these two opinions to this Brisa. Matan al Hadutan Rabbanon, who's the Tan of the following Brisa? Now before we start this Brisa, we have to understand what Adam Zayimin are. If Reuven and Shem testify falsely against someone, it's proven that their testimony was false. They're simply called false witnesses. However, let's say Levi and Yehuda come along and say about Reuven and Shimon, Imanu Hayisam, you were with us when you claim that event happened. So now Reuven and Shimon are called Adim Zaymimin. And the Pasuk says about them, Vasisim like Hashar Zamam Lasis Achiv, you shall do to him like he wanted to do to his brother. So in the classic case, if Reuven and Shimon testified that you 
Yisachar killed Zvulun, and then they became Edim Zayimin, Reuven and Shimon would be killed because that's what they attempted to do to Yisachar. So Rabbi Yehuda ben Tabai, Rabbi ben Tabai said, Arab ben Chama, I shall seek consolation. Imloi harakti Eid Zayimim. If I did not kill an Eid Zayimim, lahayti milibin shal tzedukin. In order to take out from the hearts of the tzedukim, meaning to tell them that their pshat is wrong. Shahayu Aimim. They used to say, Ain Edim Zayimin neragin achar ganidain. That Edim Zayimin are going to be killed until the nidain, the accused, is actually killed. So the tzedukim held that the pasuk regarding Edim Zayimin applies only if Yisachar was killed already based off of Reuven and Shimon's Edos, and then they became Edim Zayimin. However, the real pshat in the pasuk is that they can only be treated as Edim Zayimin if Yisachar was sentenced to die based off of their Edos, but not actually killed. If he was killed already, then we don't give him the status of Edim Zayimin. So Yehudim and Tabai is saying that he had an Eid Zayimim killed in order to show the Tzadukim that they're wrong. Now, Amal Hashem Shetach, Hashem Shetach told him, Arab and Achama, I should seek consolation in Moloshev Achti Damnaki if you didn't spill innocent blood. Shari Amar Chacham, because Chacham say, Ain Edim Zayimin Eragan Achi Yizum Ushneim. Edim Zayimin don't get killed until both of them become Edim Zayimin. Vein Logan Achi Yizum Ushneim, and they don't get Malkas until both of them become Edim Zayimin. Vein Mishalm and Mama, and they wouldn't have to pay a monetary payment, Achi Yizum Ushneim, until both of them become Edim Zayimin. And you killed an individual Eid Zayimin. Both of them didn't become Edim Zayimin, so you did something that was wrong. And Miyad, automatically, Kibbal of Yehudim and Tabesh, Enimar Halacha El Bifnei Shem and Shetach, Yehudim and Tabesh accepted upon himself that he's not going to pass in Halacha unless he's by Shem and Shetach. And call Yom of Shem Yehudim and Tabesh, all the remaining days of Yehudim and Tabesh, he would prostrate himself on the grave of that person that he killed, and his voice was heard crying for forgiveness. Everyone wanted to say, it was actually the voice of the one that was killed, and he was crying out about the injustice. What happened? Now, Amr Lahem, so Yehudim and Tabesh told him, it's my voice, and Tehdu, you should know, Shalomachar, who may tomorrow, he's going to die in Kalyanishma, and his voice is not going to be heard. He was speaking about himself that eventually I'm going to die, and when I die, you're not going to hear this voice anymore. So obviously, it was my voice and not the voice of the one that was killed. Now, Armalar of Achabre, the Ravler of Ashi, Rachabre, the Ravla, Asher of Ashi, Vidilma, it's possible that after Yehudim and Tabai dies, the voice is going to stop because Piusei Paisei, that's going to be an appeasement to the one that was killed. Abedina Tavei, or perhaps he was brought up to Din in the Bezin Shalmailo. That's not necessarily a riot that it was Yehudim and Tabai's voice. But either which way, the Gemara asked, Maniha, who's this Brasil like? Yamar Bishlam, Rab Meir, if you want to say it's Rab Meir, the Amr that Rab Meir had said, Shem and Shetach have Bezin, and Rab Yehudim and Tabai Nasi, the Shem and Shetach was Avbezin, Rab Yehudim and Tabai was a Nasi. So Hainu the Kamari Halacha of Neshem and Shetach. That's how Rab Yehudim and Tabai was able to paskin in the vicinity of Shem and Shetach. He paskin without Shem and Shetach there. The only way Yehudim and Tabai could do that is if Yehudim and Tabai himself is the Nasi. Eliyamit Rabbanon. But if you want to say this Bras like the Rabbanon, the Amr Yehudim and Tabai Avbezin and Shem and Shetach Nasi that says the Yehudim and Tabai was Avbezin and Shem and Shetach was the Nasi. Avbezin Fnei Nasi Mi Mar Halacha isn't Avbezin allowed to paskin Halacha if he's in the vicinity of the Nasi? It can't be. So it must be that this Bras is Rav Meir that Yehudim and Tabai was the Nasi. So the Gemara says, "Lie, that's not a raya." My kibel of the Kamar. What does it mean that Yehudim and Tabai said he's not going to pass in Alacha unless Shem and Shetach is there? That leads to Rufe to join in a bezdin. That feels Rufe not milay misterifna that he's not going to pass in Alacha unless Shem and Shetach is actually on his bezdin. So it's possible that this brisa is the Rabbanon. We said in the Mishnah that Yatsa Menachem and Echnas Shamai that Menachem left and Shamai came in. Lahechan Yatsa, where did he go? Abai Amr he says Yatsa Tarbasra he went to bad ways. He went off the derech. Rav Amr he says no Yatsa Lavid Samelch he went to the service of the king. And Tainam Hechav we have a brisa like that Yatsa Menachem Lavid Samelch Menachem went to go serve the king. Yatsa Imay Shmanim Zukas Talmidim Levushin Srikon and eighty pairs of Talmidim went out with him wearing royal garments. And Amr of Shem Bar Abba Amr Yechon Shem Bar Abba says in the name of Yechon Loylam Alte Shvus Kalabe Necha a Shvus and Isra Drabanon should never be considered light in your eyes. It shouldn't be considered inconsequential. Sharei Smicha in El Mishum Shvus. The whole Isra of Smicha is only an Isra Drabanon. Nechul Bagdali Hadar and we have great Gedali Hadar in our Mishnah arguing about Smicha even though it's only an Isra Drabanon. The Gemara Pshita that's obvious. Why is that such a Chiddush? The Mishnah Beitza teaches that one's not allowed to ride an animal on Yantif, which in essence means one's not allowed to be Mishdamish Mabalchai, use an animal, and that's only an Isra Drabanon. And Smicha is leaning on an animal that's being Mishdamish Balchai. So we already know that from the Mishnah. That's not a Chiddush. So we answer no. Shvos Mitzvah is Shrichalai. The whole Chiddush is a Shvos when it comes to doing a Mitzvah. There's a Mitzvah to bring a carbon, and the Shvos is you're not allowed to do Smicha. And nonetheless, we see that this Shvos is going to prevent us from doing a Mitzvah. And that's the Chiddush over here. We continue asking Hanami 
Shita, that's also obvious. That's also the Mishnah and Beitzah. So we answer, we're actually coming to exclude the Manda Amr that says that the whole Machlokas is whether or not you're supposed to do smicha in the first place. Everyone agrees you're supposed to do smicha. Kamash Mon, the whole Chirash is, B'Shvos Hu De Pligi, that actually the Machlokas is whether or not a Shvos is going to be pushed away because we have a mitzvah to do. But everyone agrees you're supposed to do smicha. The question is whether or not you're allowed to do smicha on and that's what Machlokas says. And our Rambach says, Shema Mina, we learn from here, smicha b'chal koicha b'inon, a person has to do smicha with all of his strength. He has to lean with all of his body weight on the carbon. Because if you want to say a person doesn't have to do smicha with all of his koyach, he's just allowed to place his hands on top of the animal. So my ka'avid, what's he doing wrong on yontif? Lismaich, he should do smicha on yontif. He's not being mishtamish balchai, he's not using this animal, he's simply placing his hands on top of it. From the fact that they're arguing about if a person's allowed to do smicha on yontif, it must be that smicha is a person leaning his entire body weight on the animal, and that would be considered being mishtamish balchai, using an animal. But now the Gemara asks, Mesa, we have a question. The Pasuk tells us, Dabra B'nai Yisrael, speak to B'nai Yisrael about bringing karbonus, and later on in the Pasuk it says, V'samach, they shall do smicha on that karbon. And what do we learn from here? B'nai Yisrael Samchin, B'nai Yisrael Samchais. Then a male, a man, he has a chiv to do smicha, but a woman, she doesn't have a chiv to do smicha on her karbonus. Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Shmuel, I'm both Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Shmuel say, B'nai Yisrael Samchais for shows that if B'nai Yisrael, if a woman wants to do smicha on her karbon, she's allowed to. She doesn't have to, but she's allowed to. And Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael said, Sachli Abalazar, Abalazar told me that Pam Achas Hayolanu Egel Shlamim. One time we had a calf and it was a Shlamim, we brought it to Azuz Nashim, we brought it to the women, and the women did smicha on it. It was their carbon, they did smicha on it. Not because women have to do smicha, it was just to do something nice for the women so they feel good, they feel involved in the carbon process, so we allowed them to do smicha. And now here's the question If you want to say a person has to do smicha with their entire power, their entire weight leaned on the animal, just because we want to do something nice for the women, we allow avaida to be done with kachim. Leaning on the animal with all of one's weight is considered doing avaida with it. And if it's not a chiyah for women to do smicha, how can we allow them to do avadu with kachim? It must be that a person doesn't lean their entire weight on the animal, and that's why the women were allowed to do it. We learned from here, we don't need kal kayach of the person, all the person's strength to be leaned on the animal for smicha. The Gemara says, We do need all the kayach of the person to be leaned on the animal during smicha. And in Damrin it was just told to the women in that story, that you should take your hands away, meaning don't lean all of your weight on the animal, you should just place your hands on top, and that way they would feel involved and they would feel part, but they actually didn't do smicha. So the Gemara asks, if that's really so, we shouldn't have said, not because there's no smicha by Nashim, typically they ain't no smicha claw. We should have just said that they didn't do smicha at all. I mean, the question we're asking is as follows. The way Abu Lazar presented what happened would lead one to believe that the women actually did smicha, but don't worry, they don't have a chiv to. But according to his new suggestion that they didn't actually do smicha and they just lightly rested their hands on the carbon, Abu Lazar should have said, don't worry, they didn't actually do smicha. Why say something that leads us to think that they did proper smicha, but they don't have a chiv to? So can't be that's the understanding of what happened. So Amravami, he answered for that story, Abba Lazar was saying one thing and another thing. First of all, they didn't actually do smicha at all, so you can't learn from there that women have a chiv to do smicha because they didn't do smicha. Furthermore, the only reason why we brought the animal to them in the first place is just to do something nice for them, but they don't have a chiv to do smicha and they didn't actually do smicha. And Amrav Papa, he says, we learned from here, we learned from Rabbi Yechon, I told us previously that the Isra of doing smicha and Yontef is the Isra Shvus, it's the Isra Drabanon, that's Dadin Asurin, that we're not allowed to use the sides of an animal on Shabbos or Yontif either. These are because if you want to say that you are allowed to use the sides of an animal on Shabbos or Yontif, so we should do smicha on the side of the animal, namely do smicha on the head of the animal. The head of the animal is considered the side because we don't really use the side or the head of the animal, we only use its back. El we see from here that we're not going to do smicha on Yontif, that's Dadin using the side of the animals as well. But Yudzayan Alman Alpha on top, Ravashi Amr, he says that's not a Raya, feel it's very possible that Dadin is permitted, you are allowed to use the side of an animal on Shabbos or Yontif, but called Bahadi Gabadami, anything which is on the same level as its back is considered like its back, and everyone agrees that you're not allowed to use the back 
of an animal on Shabbos or Yontif, and the head is on the same level as the back. So even though the head is not usually used, since it's on the same level as the back, we would say it's considered usher just like the back is usher. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.